just want to welcome you to episode three of our award-winning podcast, The Witch Doctor Blog. This week, we are talking about ticks. And that's right, we're not talking about the eye twitch I get in my left eye if I hear something that stresses me out or if I'm tired. <laughs> what we're talking about are those creepy creatures that Mother Nature gives us every year at this time uh, that attach to our skin and can have a little meal and then transmit some rather distressing diseases. Uh, so we're going to separate fact from fiction and try to get a lot of the panic out of the issue about ticks. Um, this season it's very appropriate to talk about them, and this year in particular we had uh, uh, weather conditions over the last year that really made it kind of the perfect storm to have an increase in the tick population. And according to the Illinois Department of Public Health, and actually just our experience in the office, we really are seeing a surge in tick-borne illnesses. So uh, let's talk about this. Um, what do you do if you get a tick? Um, I can tell you, you know, put away the nail polish and the flamethrower and uh, all that. Uh, what you do is you just get a tweezers, okay? Just a tweezers. And you... Uh, get a firm grip on the tick right where it attaches to the skin. So just picture that you're grabbing this thing in its mouth, basically, um, and just remove it by pulling up and out away from the skin in a perpendicular direction. Just a very firm, simple tug, okay? It'll come off. We don't want to do twisting and squeezing and, and all of that drama because the way that the ticks transmit illness is they feed and then they regurgitate a little bit. Uh, you know, their saliva essentially carries the germ. So if we're, if we're twisting and squeezing and smashing and all that, what are we going to do? We're going to increase the likelihood that you're going to uh, transmit the germ. And so once you have the tick, if you'd like to take a picture of it, or, or even right before you remove it, that would be great. Sometimes you can look at it and identify you know, the species of tick. Is it a deer tick or a dog tick? Um, what type of deer tick um, that you have? And then that can give us a clue, at least, as to what type of illness. You, you don't have to bring the tick in. We're not going to send it off to you know some super secret Defense Department lab and get it analyzed, okay? <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, so I don't want to see the tick. But a picture of it's nice, but I just don't want to meet the tick. Um, after you remove a tick, the best thing to do is treat it just like any other insect bite, any other wound. So, you know, mild soapy solution uh, to clean it, and you can put some Neosporin on it if you want. Um, you don't need bandages or band-aids, really. I mean, it's just... You know, just clean it up and put some antibiotic ointment on. It's just fine. And then we want to watch the area. Generally, if uh, you're going to have a tick-borne illness, and by the way, most of the time you will not contract a tick-borne illness from a tick bite. But once in a while you do. And so usually within a week or so of the date of the tick bite, you'll start to see some symptoms. In the case of Lyme disease, which is the most famous tick-borne illness, and it is present in this area. I just saw a case last week in the office. Um, what you would find is a red rash. Now, let me back up for a second. A lot of times when you get a tick, in fact, almost every time when you remove it, you're going to get a small red rash, but that's just because you have an insect bite of any kind, right? I mean, you know, usually you'll get a, a dime or a nickel size diameter um, red rash when you have a bite of something. Okay, fine. This is not what we're talking about. But with Lyme disease, 
that is going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and the circle is going to enlarge. This red circle will just get bigger and bigger and bigger. You can almost picture it as a ripple in a pond, you know, if you drop a pebble in. You know, you have that initial circle, but the circle enlarges out and becomes a ring. And what you see on the human body is you see this, this red area gets bigger, bigger, spreads outward, outward, outward from this, the bite site, and it clears in the middle. So what you're left with is an ever-increasingly large red ring. That rash is called erythema migrans. And that's uh, the uh, official medical name for it, but, you know, it's just a red ring, okay? So if you see anything like that in the week after you uh, have noticed a tick bite, please contact us right away. Uh, other symptoms you might see include fever, uh, joint pains, muscle aches, things like that. Um, please call us and let us know. The good news about Lyme disease is it's very treatable in the early stages. I mean, it's treatable at any stage, but, but very treatable in the early stages without having to worry about any long-term complications. And it's just an oral antibiotic, so uh, that's great. Now, one thing I will tell you is uh, if you come in and if we treat you, I can almost guarantee you that we're not going to be drawing blood. So please don't ask us to draw blood. <laughs> Or if you do and we tell you no, please don't be sore at us for it. The reason is it, it can take two or three weeks for there to be any evidence in your bloodstream of the uh, immune system reacting to Lyme disease, and that's pretty much what the test is going to be. So it's useless, essentially, in the early stages, but that's when you want to treat it. So you have to rely on our, our clinical experience and acumen to be able to tell you yeah, you probably have Lyme disease, here's what we're going to do about it. Because blood tests really aren't going to, to be helpful, and in fact they're not indicated early on, if you look at all the official recommendations, and, and that's the reason for it. There are a couple of other uh, illnesses that we will be uh, looking for when we know that there's been a tick bite or suspect that there's been a tick bite. Um, they are called ehrlichiosis and Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. Um, they can be transmitted by, in the case of ehrlichiosis, the same ticks that uh, will carry Lyme disease. Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever typically is um, transmitted by a dog tick, but, you know, that's kind of splitting hairs. You know, tick bites are tick bites, and very often, even if you see the tick, it's hard to tell, you know, what was it, you know, what kind of, what kind of species. So um, if you have a tick bite, or you were somewhere where you may have gotten a tick bite, and within a few days, develop fever, muscle aches, headache, you know, maybe a stiff neck, uh, nausea, vomiting, uh, maybe even some jaundice. You know, those are signs of a tick-borne illness. And um, later in the stages of Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever, it earns its name because you can get a petechial rash, which is a, a fine, you know, pinpoint speckled scarlet or, or purple colored rash on your wrists and ankles, hands and feet that, that doesn't blanch when you, when you push on it with your finger. It doesn't go away and refill with blood. And it doesn't go away because there's bleeding and bruising under the skin. Um, you know, you're really behind the eight ball if, if we get that far with the illness. So basically, if it's a time of the year when you can get ticks attached, even if you haven't seen one, if you have those, you know, those symptoms, fever, body aches, muscle aches, headache, stiff neck, nausea, vomiting, anything like that. You just look sick and you've had a fever. Call us right away. You do not want to wait on this one. This is not watch it five days and then go to urgent care at two in the morning. Uh-uh. That's you really want to call us, okay? 
because those can be uh, life-threatening illnesses if we don't get a hold of them and treat them early. Uh, and we'll, we'll help you out with that. So let's see what else here. Mm, that's pretty much it as far as the different types of illnesses. Um, let, let's talk about prevention for a second because that's kind of nice, isn't it? Maybe not getting in that position in the first place. Um, prevention is not uh, raising your children in a bubble because we, you know, we want to enjoy the outdoors and appreciate creation and get all the good exercise and fresh air and family memories. Um, so that's not an option. What we want to do is try to use insect repellents at reasonable times and places. And so um, uh, DEET-containing products or Picardin-containing products can be very helpful. Please do use them. Um, and uh, they, they have been proven safe and effective. You know, all of the crazy internet stuff to the contrary, notwithstanding. And uh, also long sleeve clothing. You know, there are, more than ever before, there are a lot of options for clothing that's, you know, thin and it's moisture wicking and um, it's long sleeve. So take advantage of that. And, um, and, and really, lastly, please check your, both yourself and your kids when you come in. You know, make sure that you check in the scalp, hairline, behind the ears, um, around the neck, any creases in the body. So, um, you know, your, your armpits, uh, waistline, definitely in the genital area. Uh, it's easy for them to hide and it's easier for them to fall down in there. You know, if they fall down from your, under your shirt and right down into your shorts, uh, it does happen very frequently. Um, also behind your knees, that's another place that they can hide. So, so be, be on the lookout and, and uh, surveil for these things. And that's pretty much it. So what else can we tell you? Ticks are uh, not all they're cracked up to be, but if you don't catch the illness, it's more than they're cracked up to be, right? So no worries, we're here, uh, we're a good resource. This is something that we, we see, we think about, and we treat quite regularly. So um, if you do have any particular questions, obviously these, these uh, recommendations are of a general medical nature and not meant to um, diagnose or treat any disease in any particular patient. And that's why we're here. You know, we're always a phone call away or a, a portal message away if you have uh, any suggestions or questions or concerns. So please go ahead and take advantage of that. All right. Very good. I, I have no idea what our next episode is going to be. You never know. <laughs> but as soon as I know, you'll know. All right. Take care and have a good rest of your summer.